Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. Um, and thank you, Ms. Sheila. She did a good job of watching over. Um, there were times when I kept talking to her that it actually reminded her of home being here. And she's actually from Virginia even though she lives in New Jersey. So a lot of this had reminded her at home. And a lot of times, the more I spoke to her, the more I discovered that she remembers a lot more than you ever think, you know, most people would. Or that, you know, it just brings back memories for you than what you did as you were a child. Some of the things I've been hearing um, this week, even today, is that as children, we really need to listen to our parents. As Christians, we need to really listen to God. Because even though my mom was here, um, and most people don't know, but she had two minor strokes. So just by talking to her and understanding her and the things that she was saying, that I still, as her child, always had to do what she said. So if she called me, I had to go. If she asked for something, I had to figure out what that was and give it to her, take her places. But I just want to thank you as a church family, and it was a joy for me to have her here, and it was a joy for her to be here where everyone welcomed her. So um, we're going to start off by talking about, first of all, I'm going to start off talking about a situation that I've been through, and I'm going to relate that to Saul, and for my, for my action and my remembrance, this has to be a job that I've done or that I continue to do. Um, so it's very important over the years that I found out that it is very, very important to do, to go by proper procedures. Because, you know, um, dealing with the military or even any agency that has a job that's slightly dangerous, you need to go through the proper procedures because any time that you don't, there will be a shortcoming that you will not expect. And so on that, um, as I was a child, I used to go to work with my father, and he, what he did as a part-time job, he wired businesses and homes. So... That was something that I always was doing with him, even though I didn't want to do it. Um, I just happened to be dragged on. But, you know, you when your dad really gets on you, you're not going to say no. Uh, so <laughs> some people know what I'm talking about. Um, so basically there was this electrical socket. He had told me um, not to touch that or not to do anything with it. And I was like, okay, well. So he really didn't give me the full story of why not to do that. Uh, so me being me, I was like, I waited till, you know, like most of us do, we wait till our parents turn their back. Okay. So at this time, what I was doing was I had picked up a piece of copper wire. And in my adventures, I decided to go stick that copper wire into an electrical socket. Okay. 
So, but like I said, I had to do all that when he turned his back because if he was watching me, I wouldn't have been able to have done it because I was curious to why I shouldn't have done it. All right. So, as I said, you know, being the kid that you are and who you are, you just got to do it. So I went ahead and did it, stuck it in that outlet. And unbeknown to me that uh, I was zapped with a little bit of electricity. And I called that moment my re- my quick release tingly feeling moment because if anybody knows or ever been shocked is that there is something that you don't want to do um, but the importance of this part was not only was the shock immediately but it brought a feeling over me that I had never felt so anybody who's ever been seriously shocked you'll know that uh, it'll cause your heart to skip a beat or two or three. Uh, so basically what it's trying to tell you is your heart is out of the rhythm and that can be a problem for you. But as a child, I did not know that, but that experience was enough to make me understand that as electricity is something that I definitely respect to this very day, even though I continue to work around it and the voltage is a lot more than 120. So of course, later on I found out that's exactly what that was. That was 120 volts of electricity. Now, even though, the ten- even though the shock was temporary, there could have been a time where I needed medical attention, I needed medical help, and there was nothing that my dad would be able to do immediately because he was not in the same room as I was, because remember, I wanted to do it when he had his back turned. All right, and worst case scenario out of all this, I had the opportunity to lose my life. Okay, and I say opportunity because when you do something, you're not sure of the outcome of it. So you're taking a chance. So you're making, you have an opportunity, but it's not the correct opportunity and it's not the right time. So as I said, I want to talk about Saul, who did the very exact same thing where he just did not do what he was told. Even as a king, even as a king, you know, that was dedicated by God. So we just have to remember those things and it's important for us to truly listen and important for us to truly do the things that we're told because we'll find out later that it will have consequences now Saul was at Gilgal where he told Samuel to wait for him for seven days all right like most people it all boils down to time when we look at this because we wait we know that we wait that takes time we know that if we're waiting on someone that wastes our time We know that when things don't happen when it's supposed to, then we take the time to do it on our own or do it the way that we want to. And that's not what this was supposed to be about. But Saul had this experience where he had this army, but instead of everybody sticking to him, you know, because everybody relied on Samuel at that time because the prophet knew everything. The prophet could predict, you know, life or death with most people. But since they knew they were a child of God, they they knew that they would have a chance to understand and to win a battle that they were not necessarily ready to win because of how they felt. And they felt inadequate as people in order to do this and as an army in order to do this. Well, because the Samuel didn't come on the same, same day or the seventh day, excuse me, like he said he would, he took the opportunity to become the next day. But because he didn't show up, Saul... He was like, well, bring me the offering and fellow and 
excuse me, he said, bring me the offering and the fellowship offering so that we can sacrifice the burnt offering. Now, we have to understand that Saul heard Samuel's instructions, but it was not his place to do the burnt offering. That job was for Samuel. Okay, so how many times when we've done something, we had told ourselves, if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have done that. And that's the same way I felt like about when I got shocked that day. Um, so, yeah, I really wish I did know that. But everything that you're told does not have to be explained to you right then and there. Remember that. Keep that in the back of your head. So we have to remember someone has saved us from our troubles and heartaches many times, but we chose not to listen to the instructions. So we learned at times that not, we do not listen can impact you, me, or others. When I talk about procedures and protocols for the job, there are certain steps and procedures that I need to take anytime I deal with electricity or work around electricity. So there's proper gear, there's proper things to wear, there's proper things to do, and put on the proper clothing, not wear jewelry or anything like that, because that's the way it's supposed to be, because that's procedure. Anytime you do anything other than that, you risk something. You risk your life in most parts, in most cases. And that's what Saul did. So we know that Saul made that sacrifice. Okay, he was all set to make that sacrifice, and he did everything that he did and could. However, as I said before, that was just not his job to do that sacrifice. Not at all. Just like it's not our job to circumvent the system or to do things out of the ordinary when it comes to procedures. Because like I said, if I do anything on my job that's out of the ordinary or doesn't follow procedures, then there'll be a time when, you know, hey, I'll get shocked again. So we, um, so we understand that when Saul took matters into his whole, uh, when, ooh, excuse me, when Saul took matters into his own hands, it was just a disaster for him. He did not know it. Okay, he, could, he did not know the outcome. He didn't know what would happen. Um, how are we going to, what we're going to do. He just didn't know. So it's up to us to choose what is right and what is wrong in order that we did things. Because Saul thought he did the right thing. Because the right thing that he thought would encourage the people, would encourage his army to stick with him and to have courage to continue to go into battle. Because most of the times we know that when we're not prepared for something, we kind of hesitate, we're not prepared, we don't have the efficient tools or the efficient knowledge to do what we need to do, and that's always been the hardest part of life or anything that we do. Always remember, however you respond in any given situation, it will determine your outcome. Only you can choose the right or the wrong, and it comes to being safe. As I said it before, it comes to being safe on the job, because if I don't be safe on my job, ultimately, my life is still in my hands. So Saul replied, I saw the troops were leaving. I felt pressured into sacrificing the burnt offerings. I haven't sought the Lord's favor. When we don't, think about when you don't, um, think about when you don't look for the Lord's favor or you try not to do something. Saul felt pressured into, Saul felt pressured and took him upon himself to do the burnt offerings. Like I said before, it was just not his place. That was not Saul's job. Saul's job was to lead an army, not to make a burnt sacrifice and lead an army, because that just wasn't his thing. That was not his job. 
But you got to remember, Saul got impatient because Samuel did not show up when he was supposed to. So like I said, he waited the time, but things didn't happen on time. So he took the time to do something. But he didn't know his something was wrong and it wasn't right. So that decision, that wrong decision caused him to be impatient, complacent, and to make mistakes and make the wrong decisions. So if you're not, if you're not there, I'm just, I'm thinking of a, a time when you're not there, when you're not doing something, because you just don't know. Um, I'm going back to that electrical outlet. I didn't know all that. How would I know? It was never explained to me. That was not my job to go stick that wire in that outlet. My job was to sit there and say yes or no. It happened or it didn't happen. That's what I was supposed to do, but I did not listen. All right? So when going back to the job, now I'm I'm transferring between Saul and the job because, like I said, this brings me to the point where it just all relates and it all seems the same to me. Because when you're getting pressured on your job, you tend to start making mistakes. You tend to start taking shortcuts that you're not supposed to take. But basically, like I said, you're not following instructions and you're not following the procedures that you need to take in order to do things properly. Well, we always realize that when it comes to time, we are pressured. We are pressured because we want to get the job done. Somebody's on our back about getting the job done. So some of the times that we get pressured, in my opinion, on the job, and we start making mistakes, is when we have time for break. When it is time to go on break, everything goes out the window. Why? Because we want to go on break. We want to take that break that we deserve. So we have that time period where we take our break, but yet we got to still work. But when it comes to lunchtime, Everything is over with. We, we done. So the, the evening, the afternoon starts going downhill. All right. But then there's another break. We got to take breaks. Right. We just can't work all day. And even in the heat and the sun, we cannot work all day. So at the same time, we're, we're starting to work again. But we realize no sooner than we start, it's time to leave work. All right. And that's exactly what we do. Everything happens because of time. We don't do things that we need to do because of time. And also, you got to remember that Saul was in the point where, you know, it was time. It was time to make something happen. That time is called crunch time. You know, where we got to make something happen. Something's got to be done, no matter how we do it or what we think about it. What Saul didn't know, what Samuel told him was that he did a foolish thing. And it says, and Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God which he commanded you. All right. So when the Lord tells you to do something, that's one thing that we need to remember to do. We need to remember to do what the Lord tells us. How many times as before Christians, what we say is I have a gut feeling. But that really isn't a gut feeling. That is the Holy Spirit talking to you, telling you not to do that, not to go there or not to even just basically go sit down. So that's one thing. That's one thing I've learned. Um, Because of all this, because of time and patience and stuff like that, you realize that things start happening. So you just you get confused. You start making mistakes, as I said before. So this is what we need to learn. This is what I learned from Saul. 
he did not follow the instructions of Samuel. He made the mistakes that he made the mistakes that even he didn't know what would happen to him, how he forfeited the things that he would get a blessing on. So a lot of times we get blessings and we don't even know it. We get cookies when we're not supposed to. We lose a blessing. But when we do something good and it's offered to us, then we have a blessing. There's blessings from everything that we do in life. So we need to understand what those blessings are. All right. Because there you can do anything in this world and realize that it was God's grace that gave you that blessing. All right. And you got to remember that Saul forfeited his kingdom because of his actions. He forfeited his kingdom. All right. Because, like I said, that was not his job as a king to do. So even then, what he did was Saul had explained to him that what you did was completely wrong. and It was just not right. So he never thought long term about the situation. So when we do stuff and we think about it because we're impatient, we're running out of time and there's always consequences. We don't see the future because everything that happens is at that time. All right. Is at that time. We don't worry about everything else because everything else doesn't matter. We want what we want right here, right now. All right. So not knowing that that mistake or whatever we do affects us later in life. So Saul never thought that his long term actions would affect what he would do to himself and the men in his army. So and what made matters even worse, he didn't consult the Lord. How many times we do things in life and we need to consult the Lord, but we don't. And we just be like, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. But, you know, you're not supposed to do it. You get that feeling, but you ignore it. Okay, and I'm pretty sure that all of us at one time have gotten that feeling where we know that we should not have done it, but we turn around and do it anyway. All right. Therefore, you grieve the spirit because you did not listen. And because you did not listen, you also grieve the Lord. All right. Because you just didn't do what he said. The Lord will give you grace and mercy, but you still grieve him because you did not what he want to do. And as it was said earlier that, you know, the father chastises his children. All right, because they need to learn the correct way, the right way. All right, so do that. Consult the Lord whatever you do, because we understand, we need to understand no matter how we do it, whether our mistakes are small, medium, or large, it will affect everything that we do in life. Period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Every time you make a decision, think about what it is you're doing. Anytime that you need to do something that does that consults you or anybody else, you need to make a decision. But more or less, you need to go pray. Because how many times we ask a question, we need something and everybody says, well, did you pray about it? No, we didn't pray about it because I want it now. This is the time that I want it. I don't want it later. I want it now. So give it to me now. But no, as they say, you need to pray about that. You need to see what the Lord is saying. All right. And there's a reason why they say that. All right. So we have to understand that Saul heard the instructions given by Saul. Excuse me. Saul heard the instructions given by Samuel. However, he chose not to listen to those. Anytime that I do my job and I don't listen to what I'm supposed to do, how am I supposed to do it? There's always something that goes wrong. Now, I work around a lot of electronics, and everybody knows when the power goes out, that's not a good situation. Because we watching our favorite TV shows. We, you know, we're recording a video. The game could be on. Whatever happens, we could be cooking. No matter what we do in life, when we're in that house, we 
rely on that electricity. If that electricity goes out, you can't do nothing until it comes back on. And you don't know how long you're going to wait. So, and that's what happens. So when we do things, when I do things that I'm not supposed to do or circumvent the system, take shortcuts, my electricity goes out. All right, I'm, I'm done. I can't do anything else about it. There are times when I've realized that I got to do what everybody else does when the power goes out. I need to go sit down, think about what's happening, and enjoy the peace and quiet that I'm receiving now so that when the lights do come back on, I receive a blessing. All right? Because remember, your cake is in the oven. All right? So remember that. <laughs> so... But you got to understand. So understand when you hear instructions and you do not listen, there are consequences. Saul yielded to time and pressure when he saw the men, his men leaving. Okay, so in order to save face and encourage his army, he took it upon himself to do the burnt offering. That was a mistake. Like all things, how do we, we circumvent? We, we come under pressure constantly. Even if it's not on the job, we come under pressure about something. All right, so always remember that there is pressure. But even when there is, please, at all times, consult the Lord. Because when you come under pressure, you cannot dictate your future. Because your future can be fatal. It could be minor. Or it could be deadly. That would be the mistakes that you make. That's the small, medium, large of your mistakes and everything that you do. All right, so understand. So the bad thing about Paul, Saul, excuse me, Saul was that when he made this decision, he forfeited his future. Not only did his future was forfeited, but he forfeited his forfeit. Well, he was about to die, so he lost his kingdom and he lost his life. <laughs> That's, that's the bottom line. So when you look later on in Psalm 1 Samuel, that's what you'll find out, that he lost his life and his kingdom. Okay. But that action at that time, that predicted, that caused him not to have, that, because, that basically caused him to lose the kingdom. Because he was supposed to have been the ruler that the country was looking for, that Israel needed, Israel was looking for. Saul was that person, but since Saul did things the way he wanted to, Saul forfeited his future. And his actions, because of that, it did not establish. So I ask you, if you do not want to be like Saul, listen to God's instructions. Remember, his time is not our time. And only God knows your future. And only God can establish your future. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.